Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Bob Melvin heading to interview with the San Francisco Giants. Heck, could be uh, could be in San Francisco as we speak. Waking up in his hotel room, getting ready to head down to Oracle Park. Talk with uh, Farhan Zaidi about the open managerial position in San Francisco. That's the big news. Ben Woods this morning reported by The Athletic yesterday that the Padres have granted Bob Melvin permission to go interview with the Giants. And let's let's just be clear. Unless something incredibly unexpected happens, it means, in my mind, 95% sure that he is not going to be manager of the Padres next season. I don't know that you can... I think that's like... Even if the, he doesn't get the job Even if Francisco. he didn't get the job. He'd he have can't. to... Uh, first of all, the Giants obviously want to hire him. Oh, that's uh, why ha- they... He'd have to absolutely torch like the worst interview of all time. Coming there nude? The I think he still gets the job. <laughs> like, hey, hey what's what? this heli I'm going to do? <laughs> like... I just felt like there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. Jeff Passons just dropped a piece about it as well. Um, let's talk about, you know, I mean, look, at some point, like you said, it. you got you, you move on. You, that's what you do as a fan. You go, all right, well, another one bites the dust here in San Diego, and, and how do we move forward as a fan base? I'm not quite there yet. I'm forcing myself to do this because uh, I'm still very, very upset at how this has all played out. I'm upset about a lot, man. I'm, I'm Jeff Passan is quoting, you know, Jeff Passan is quoting A.J. Preller uh, in his latest piece on ESPN. Bob is our manager. He's going to be our manager going forward. A lot's been said, obviously, in the last few weeks, but both he and I are very excited about the challenge of getting this group back to the postseason next year. From that standpoint, a lot's been said, and I think with Bob and myself, I think even just the last couple of days, you get a chance to recap, look at some different things. Both of us feel really good with where things are at moving forward. What? Then why in God's name would you let him go interview with the Giants? You tell him, you want to work for the Giants, you have a year left on your deal, bud. Right? Well, going forward seems to have been a bit of a nebulous concept. Yeah, they yes. went forward two weeks. Yeah, he was the yeah. manager going forward from that press conference for Until the next now. couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. And now he is probably no longer the manager going forward. Get back to some of these phone calls, and I want to go through the, the lists that are circulating of potential replacements for the San Diego Padres. But let's go out to uh, John. You're next up with Ben and Woods this morning on 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, John. Good morning, Ben. Hey, boys. Thanks for taking the call, Pauly. Um, you guys have done a great job this morning going through all the different angles of this. And in my brain, 
you know, the Zoom call and this uh, report that's blown up is really an indictment on A.J. Preller and uh, lack of sincerity, um, big time, dishonest, honestly. And uh, it's also an indictment on Seidler. And I don't really have a problem with Seidler, but he's done a lot of good here, more good, you sure. know, than bad. But, but honestly, we can't fire the owner. And he doesn't seem to be willing to fire Preller. And you guys have documented really well. So I don't need to say the same stuff again, like all of those problems. And I think you said the fourth manager, and we're going to go do this again and again and again. And, I, you know, I'm over it. So it's, tough, that, man. it's an indictment on Preller, and Preller must go. That's what I have to say. Thanks, guys. Thanks, John. Thank you you know, some, sometimes it's the easy decision to fire someone. If you're, if you're an owner or you're a GM – it's easy to say, yeah, things didn't work out. We're firing this guy, and we're moving on to someone else. Sometimes it's the hard decision to fire someone as well. You get comfortable. I know, uh, you know, they're feeling that in New England right now. Is Robert Kraft just too comfortable? Like, is just afraid of firing Bill Belichick? And there's a report this week that he just gave him a contract extension. Seven talk rings about will it. help. It does. It helps soften the the blow. It does. Seven but, rings. But I mean, se- I feel like that's one of those guys. You're a, you're the you're the coach. Uh, you know, unfortunately, the way that it, it works, and at least in my brain, is you want is it right seven? Uh, six. Six. You want Tom s- got seven. He got yeah. Six. That's right. Yeah. You won six rings for me. This is your job until you drop dead, or until you're done. That's it. And I feel like that's not. I feel like that's not the worst way to handle it, too. Like, what's the magic number? I don't know. But six is a pretty good number of so, championships. So sometimes it can be it can be hard to fire someone when you're an owner or a GM. Sometimes the hardest thing to do though is to keep someone who has not who has not proven that they can get it done, but you still feel like they're going to. And you'll face a lot of criticism. And Peter will get a lot of criticism for especially the way this is playing out for having as much faith in AJ that he does. He may still be rewarded for that faith in the long run. We don't know how this is all going to turn out, but he will undoubtedly get some criticism from the fans for the way this is all broken out. And, you know, that's because of the Padres' record this past season, the high expectations. That is going to occur. If it doesn't go well, you know, there'll be plenty of blame for everybody. If the Padres miss the playoffs again next year, if they they have a losing record next year, taking even another step back, there'll be no shortage of blame for A.J. Preller, for Peter Seidler, for whoever ends up being the new manager, for the players. There will be no shortage of blame to go around if the Padres don't turn it around next year. Yeah, I mean... Call call me glass half empty. I know you can't make any projections for 2024 yet because there has to be major changes to the roster between now and opening day, between now and the first day of spring training, but... When you're looking at your manager leaving for a division rival, you're looking at losing the Cy Young winner, you are losing the best closer in baseball, and you're talking about trading the best hitter on your team. I, I don't see an improvement in 2024. Yeah, nor nor do I. Like, I mean, your, that's your your three and four guys uh, in your rotation are probably gone. Yeah, and, like what are we doing here? Right. Yeah. What are we doing here? Is 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 the the first thing? It I, took a I miracle said. to get to 82 and 80. Yeah, it did. And you're losing all of that. Yeah, there's no carry. There's going to be any carryover. Now you have a new, you know, maybe a new voice again for some of these guys. Manny will have played for three managers. He's been here five years. Andy Green, Jace Tingler, Bob, Bob Melvin. This will be his fourth. Yeah. In five years. 
Guys, that's not stability. That's chaos. And as I mentioned earlier, all the chaos that, that's happened in the last at least five years that we've been here together, that's the time that I want to speak about, there's been really good chaos as well. There's been good chaos, but it's still chaos at the end of the day. It's still up, down, up, down, up, down. And and that comes from, I think, you know, that comes from one part of the organization. And uh, I don't know how you feel if you're Manny Machado today. I don't know. Maybe... Maybe you're like, all right, well, I mean, I don't care. I'm, I'm getting my money. I'm going to go out and post my numbers. I'm going to try to win a World Series. That's what we do. What does this do for guys like Juan Soto that are like, I got a year left here, or Hassan Kim, I got a year left here. What does it do for, for Xander Bogarts that just signed a long-term deal? What does it do for some of these guys? I mean, you, you bring up a good point. Well, I said we're trapped as fans. A lot of those players are trapped as well. well. But you, I think you bring up a really good point with Juan Soto. If you want to keep Juan Soto, isn't it critical that you now hire a manager that basically has the Juan Soto stamp of approval? How much how much thought do you put into that? If you're trying to convince him to sign a contract extension, and we've received, well, we've received various reports on, on what the Padres are trying to do, but they've always said they would like to keep Juan Soto around. They know it's not going to be easy to do so. You definitely don't want to hire a manager right now that Juan is not a fan of or doesn't like, Correct. Correct. I mean, you know, that'll be part of the equation as well. He's the one guy that you're trying to convince to stick around long term. Do you not have to at least kind of consult Juan Soto and see what he thinks about this whole situation? I don't know. I mean, you don't I think, like to I let think, the players run. No, I mean, there's, there's the scenarios. But if if Juan shows up and he goes, I don't really like this guy. How how are you ever going to convince him to sign a contract extension? Yeah, like, you won't you be just, able to. You just you've painted yourself in so many. Nah, mul- I don't know that Juan Soto like Bob Melvin even. That's I, true. We don't know any of this behind the scenes. What was going on? Uh, this hour on Ben and Woods is brought to you by Smart and Final. You don't need a magic spell to make Halloween stress free and fun. Pick up Halloween in one trip at Smart and Final and use promo code three free for free delivery on your next three orders of forty five dollars or more. So here's the list. Yeah, if you want the list of uh, potential names to replace Bob Melvin. Ryan Flaherty is the the first one mentioned in this um, in this piece by Dennis Lynn. Current role, Padres. No, he's not bench coach, really. He's the offensive coordinator. Um, he, he is the bench coach, technically. I thought Christensen was no, the Christensen's bench coach. the associate manager. For Christ's sake. And Ryan Flaherty was the bench coach and offensive coordinator. Okay. So uh, it says Flaherty's widely viewed as the leading candidate to replace Melvin. He's well thought of in the organization, believed to have a strong working relationship with A.J. Preller. Um He's he's ten years younger than the two of us as well. He is thirty seven years old. He would be the youngest manager in the majors. If that hire is made, I don't know Ryan Flaherty. I think I've talked to him maybe one time. I've heard good things about him from from Adam Jones. That's it. That's the the basis and extent of my knowledge about Ryan Flaherty. What that doesn't, if you make that hire, Ben, it doesn't do a lot to dispel the the myth or the rumor that AJ Preller only wants guys around him that he can. Impose his will on. Ryan Flaherty is your perfect example of, yes, he's been in the organization. I get that. Guys know him, whatever. But uh, to hire a 37-year-old manager again and do the, hey, he's a first. This will be, what, three first-time managers hired under A.J. Preller? That's not going to do a lot to dispel the rumor that you just like yes-men around you. And And that is the rumor. I guess it's just my opinion, but that's the only type of manager you're getting after letting Bob Melvin walk away. But see, not necessarily. Buck Showalter would come here, he would walk here on his hands to take this job. Why? Because managers are cucks. We're all cucks. You want the job, you'll take the job. Anybody will take it. 
That's that needs to get out of everyone's it, mind right now. Also that that pretty, somebody's going to look at it and go, "Oh, I don't want that situation." Hell no! Buck Showalter managed the Pirates if he could. Well, and you don't have to even leave your organization to find a guy who uh, managed three straight playoff teams in St. Louis before he was fired. Mike Schilt is the next name. A num- another big name on the list as a potential replacement Holy for Schilt. Bob Melvin. Somebody made the suggestion: if it is Mike Schilt, we need to make sure we have talking Schilt every Friday. Talking Schilt would be the name of the segment. I would, I'd take it for just that I think alone. Schilt talking. Schilt talking would, would be would incredible. Would be a better Holy Schilt. Holy Schilt would be great. <laughs> so I'm just thinking long term here. Um, shooting the Schilt. Shooting the Schilt is great. All right, hire him. I'm in. But we need a weekly. <laughs> yeah. All right, it's right. got to be weekly. I like shooting the Schilt. Shooting the Schilt with Mike Schilt. Yeah, every with week. The skipper. Friday mornings with Ben and Woods on 97.3 Shooting the, the Schilt with the Skipper every single Friday. So Mike Schilt is a uh, Padre Senior Advisor. So it was a we- it was weird that his exit from, from St. Louis was an odd one. It, it just was. He, uh, he managed the Cardinals from 2018 to 2021. He won NL Manager of the Year in 2019. And then he was gone. And I don't know why. That's a weird, weird one for me. Uh, only he knows, and 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 the people that that were in that organization really know. But I think um, I think he's a, a decent candidate. It's it's funny how perceptions change. When he was let go by the Cardinals, it was what are they doing? You don't take a manager who's gone to three straight playoffs and just let him go. And then they had a good season under Ali Marmol, and you're going, all right, well maybe you do. And now, but then they collapse this year, and you go, total train Maybe wreck. Mike Schilt was was hanging things together and was not getting the credit that he was uh, he was due in St. Louis. Correct. So those are the inside names. Uh, I, you know, the other one for me, this is not a shot at Ryan Flaherty. It's not. It just the. It's just a fact. I would say as an offensive coordinator, we didn't have a really great offense. And so the promoting, like, hey, you didn't really slay it at this job. Now we're going to give you the, the, the biggest job? I don't know. I don't know. That that feels like figurehead to me uh, from A.J. Pell. That's just my thought. I'm going to just go out and throw the other name that, that I mentioned that's not on the list but is in the organization in the front office right now is Mark Loretta, who was the former bench coach for the Cubs a couple of years ago. Seemed like he was on the track to maybe being a manager. Didn't work out in Chicago. Ended up taking the job back in San Diego. Has certainly not been on the field you know, the last couple of years, but certainly would command some respect and knows AJ, knows Eric Gruppner as his special assistant, so could be that kind of bridge between a front office and a dugout of a player who is but again, was well-respected for his career. But again, no managerial experience. But no managerial experience. Um, which, again, Paulie makes the point. I mean, that that is like the most likely guy. But not to say that Buck wouldn't take this job or any of the, the Joe Madden. Yeah, but like everybody's throwing out Ozzie Guillen's name. You think Ozzie Guillen's gonna come in here and just say, Yes, sir, whatever you need, sir. No, I don't Absolutely not. I mean no Absolutely but, not. But but if a guy getting his first job in major league baseball, whatever you need, AJ. Whatever you need, man. Whatever you need, I'm here for it. Uh, Loretta would be awesome because I love Loretta, but Loretta is like a plus three handicap now and living a pretty good life, <laughs> I would imagine, here in San Diego. Like gets to play golf. Dominates out there. I, I, it's a different lifestyle entirely. Just being a manager, it's a totally it different is. lifestyle. Yeah, and Bruce Bochy seemed pretty happy away from the game, and then yeah. all of a sudden came back to the game. Sure, though, when the opportunity presents itself, you have to think long and hard about you know. Hey, Mark's a young guy still too. Sure, you know I don't know that he wants to just play golf for the rest of his days. He may still Why want not? to. 
contribute something. That sounds something. so good. Um, you know, also in the organization, uh, Adam just texted Matt Williams is is there, He's third gone. base coach. I feel like he'll go with Bob Melvin. Yeah, it's already been reported. Him and Ryan and Christensen, Christensen would go. go with Bob Melvin to San Francisco. I mean, Matt obviously has strong ties to San Francisco. It's just it makes it's, perfect sense. It's a no-brainer. Well, I mean, if the Padres really wanted to offer him, as you said, a managerial job, he'd say, sorry, Bob, I'm sticking around to take your yeah, old gig. Potentially, so, yeah. If they really sure. wanted him, but I don't know that they will. All right, let's take a timeout. Do you want to talk about, you know, scoreboards in Michigan State? No. and Or shall we just keep, keep talking rolling. about? All right, there's some outside the organization candidates as well that have popped up on a couple of lists. We'll get to some of those as we kind of blow out our normal schedule uh, just because this is too juicy not to do so. And we can take more phone calls, 833-288-0973. Don't go away. More Ben and Woods on the way after traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, we've blown everything out. Don't do this. Take on Woods. Uh, might get to it later, but it feels like we have uh, we just got to roll. I mean, if, if we haven't even brought up the ALCS and NLCS and what a weekend it was, Woods, we're going to have to talk about it at some point. But right now, uh, we're continuing to talk Padres baseball and the news that Bob Melvin likely out the door as he's heading to interview with the San Francisco Giants, taking your phone calls, 833-288-0973. If you want to get online, please do. But I wanted to also bring up some of the candidates on the the replacement list from outside the organization because we're seeing some names there as well. Yeah, you got Joe Espada, who's is like the 
Eric Bieniemy of Major League Baseball. Every year, you know, Eric Bieniemy interviews for a head coaching position, never gets a job. Joe Spada is the same way. Uh, he's the bench coach for the Astros since 2018. He has been interviewed it's, it's countless times. He's come up short each time. Uh, Don Mattingly is a name. He's currently the Blue Jays bench coach. Um, did not have a really good tenure uh, with the Marlins, but it was the Marlins. Right, uh, Toronto didn't. I mean, they made the playoffs, didn't do anything. Um, says it says he has interest in managing again. His son was here. Preston Mattingly was here. He bolted for the the Phillies and is probably very happy with his decision at this point. As the Phillies are a win away from making the World Series, says he's neither still, of those names does a ton for me. Well, you, when I became a baseball fan at the age of ten, my favorite player was Don Mattingly. Selfishly, I would like to be able to to say hello to Don Mattingly doesn't do anything for me managerial-wise. That's literally the only reason. I mean, the only good part, if you hired Don Mattingly and he does have success, you can rub it in the noses of the Dodgers up the road because he failed miserably as their manager. Yeah, so. I mean, he actually, he didn't. Well, he, he never true. had a that's losing true. season. That's never true. Once. They let him go. They let him go for for Dave Roberts, and, you know, they've... They got their their short season championship, and that's all that they've really gotten. They got a lot of division titles. Uh, Will Venable is a name that I don't know why is on this list. He has declined to interview for a few uh, open jobs. The Mets open job. I think people are under the mistaken impression sometimes that Will Venable was an AJ Preller guy. Right. He wasn't. He was predated not. the AJ Preller days uh, with the San Diego Padres. Obviously, well thought of though by fans here in San Diego, and is. Clearly considered future managerial material, guy who can bridge the divide between being a player, understanding the analytics, really smart guy from Princeton as well. But he's but, got the he's got the gig in Texas when Boach steps down. Yeah. I think that's that's he's like Dutch, yeah, with Fisher a, a, in Texas with Boach now. I think it's a foregone conclusion. He's the next manager of the Texas Rangers, unless something goes horribly wrong. Uh, Nick Humley is a really interesting name for me as well. Me and Paulie got a chance to meet and I hang like out Nick with Nick. A lot. We got to hang out with him last year at fantasy camp, and he was he was at Padres fantasy camp uh, while <laughs> taking the job as a Ranger special him assistant. A spy all yeah, week. yeah, I called him a spy all week. He was fantastic. <laughs> he was fantastic. Um, so he turned down the opportunity to interview for a managerial position already with the Giants. He said no to that. Um, he lives here in San Diego, so that's probably uh, pretty intriguing for him. Big league catcher, you know, I, no no managerial experience uh, for Nick Hundley. But, again, I, I don't know the direction. Nothing's going to surprise me. Nothing's going to surprise me at all. In fact, I would probably place money on the fact that it won't be anybody outside the organization. I do feel if it is internal, it's going to be Flaherty or Schilt. Outside, I wouldn't. I bet it's none of these guys. Maybe somebody we've never heard of, or like maybe when somebody they hired never thought Chase of. Tingler, he was. I don't think he was on any list we had heard of until the end, and then his name popped up. And uh, you know, I famously asked the question: Who, who the fudge? Who the fudge is Jace Tingler? Yeah. I mean, are we who gonna, the fudge is Jace Tingler? Are we going to get a who? <laughs> the, are we going to get a who the fudge hiring from AJ Preller this time around, or will it be a more established name that we're all familiar with? Someone completely off the board that we're not thinking of. It's absolutely wild we're having this conversation again. Let's go out to the phones again. 833-288-0973. we got Mike standing by. Good morning, Mike. Welcome to Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Guys, I had such a good weekend till about Sunday <laughs> afternoon. Oh, yeah. Us too, I, man. I, I, I am officially no longer going to be from Mike from Temecula. I'm going to be called WTF Preller. <laughs> WTF Preller. 
new new uh, screen yeah, name. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I'm just really confused. I, I think it's, to me right now, anybody that fills that position is going to be a puppet to AJ. I just think Peter Seidler put all of his eggs into uh, Preller's vision, and Preller just has this like God effect. It's it's very frustrating. I feel AJ should be president of operations. Period. Get a GM and work. I mean, I don't, guys. It's just so frustrating. It's like it's it's going to be continuous. Way back when Fowler used to put AJ under the coals, and then all of a sudden Fowler, you know, they they parted sides, you know, ownership, whatever. But it just to me, it's just it's it's sad. It's like we had a lot of stuff building up, building up, building up, then all of a sudden Preller and Bob Melvin don't get along anymore. Well, it's, I don't know, guys. I just no, want to vent my frustration. I appreciate it, and and you're not wrong, and, and you know, it, it it's... That's kind of the the whole thing the, the, that's happening right now is... And, and, you know, you can say all you want. Oh, you bring in a GM. Well, I mean, it's going to... You know, uh, I hear a not, lot. Of, bring in Kim Ng, and she can bring Skip Schumacher, well, it, and, and we love that. But if King Kim Ng didn't want to work under a president of baseball operations in Miami, right? Why should we? Why would she want to come work under AJ Preller than in San Diego? Correct. And again, it's it's for me, and we don't know this. None of us know. No, we have we have a, a an idea, and we know what we read, and we know what we hear. You, AJ. Preller's the the you know the knock on him is that he's unable to wash his hands of things and delegate and let people you know do their jobs and you know in fact I heard that from someone in the organization it's hard to do your job when you can't do your job that, that's from somebody that works there hard to do your job when you can't do your job and I think that's what Bob Melvin was was mostly frustrated uh, about and you know think about this too this is what was really this was killing me yesterday. You look at, at just on paper, the opportunity to live here in this amazing city for six months of the year. You have a fan base that is rabid, hungry, passionate. They fill the ballpark. Even when you're losing, right? And even when you're, you're letting them down, you have a roster full of ridiculously <laughs> talented type players. And you go, nah, no, it's too toxic. I'm out. I'm, I'd rather go to San Francisco. Uh, where you know I get Tyro Estrada and I get you know Joey Bart and I get you know Logan Webb and the, I mean that's not a better it's not a better opportunity it's not a better more attractive opportunity now here's the difference Farhan and the Giants are really tired of of not competing um, they're pissed that they had that fall off last year that's why they fired their manager. They're going to be in the market for some really big players. They have money to spend, and they've said, we're spending it. And we're not doing the thing anymore where we do three, four-year deals. We're going after the big the big guys. The guy from Japan, the pitcher, uh, Shohei Otani is another Yamamoto. one that, that they want. Yeah, Yamamoto. Uh, Shohei Otani is another one that they're going to go hard for. So that's no, it's not promised to Bob Melvin, though. If he has that job, Ben, there's no – they tried to get Correa. They tried to get Judge. Didn't work out. So none of that is promised. This opportunity – to manage in San Diego is a better opportunity. But the division is going to be even tougher going forward. No question. Not just the Dodgers. No question. It's the Diamondbacks. It's going to be the Giants. It's going to be the Padres. Pity the Rockies. I mean, they're in a nightmare of a division with really not a lot of hope of turning things around. But, hey, they get to play in that ballpark that gives everybody problems when they go up there. So look at that going forward. 
I laugh, though, you know, as we go to the break. Mike said he was having a good weekend until yesterday. If you're a San Diego sports fan, <laughs> it was a miserable weekend. It Think really about, was tough. You had, you had the flop of a, a crest unveiling for San Diego FC on Friday. The Gulls lost their home opener. The Aztecs lose 6 nothing to Nevada, a team that had dropped 17 straight and couldn't move the ball against one of the worst defenses in college football. Even the Aztecs basketball team lost a closed-door scrimmage against Arizona State. The Loyal lose, and their franchise comes to an end in overtime and a playoff loss yesterday to Phoenix Rising. And you had the Bob Nelvin news to San Francisco all break. One of our great San Diego sports weekends again. Feels right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll come back. Uh, phone lines are open again, 833-288-0973. we got to talk about, I mean, just Friday alone in the ALCS and NLCS was incredible. The best weekend of games by far we've seen this postseason, Woods. It was uh, it was fantastic baseball. Even the yesterday's blowout wasn't really a blowout. It was a dramatic game as well in the ALCS. And now we've got a game seven and a game six today Woo! to get excited about. We'll get to all yeah, of that buddy. coming up next with Ben Woods, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I don't know how you're so callously just moving on from this. Right We're not now. moving you're, on. It's the 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 the. I admire that quality in you. <laughs> I and my my wife will tell you. I just want to fight, 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 I, fight. I fight. just know that it's not going away anytime soon. We'll be talking about this tomorrow and Wednesday, and when I'm off on Thursday and Friday and next week. I, I'm glad it's Ben and Woods here talking about Bob Melvin's imminent departure from the San Diego Padres. I mean, wouldn't we be shocked? We show up at spring training next year and Bob Melvin's still sitting there in Peoria <laughs> managing this team. Well, yeah. The interview with the Giants didn't go that well. And hey, you know, I'm super, under contract super still. Super excited. So. <laughs> Ready to here, get started. Here I'm back. But if it was gonna happen, it really did need to happen now. I mean, no other teams have hired managers yet, so you're not 
you're not behind. You're you're not you know sifting through the leftovers of the guys who didn't get hired for the job. At least at this point, if you are looking for a manager, you still can interview everybody you want to interview, and you can talk to you know coaches on the playoff teams that are still competing right now and feel like you're not way behind. So it it had to happen now is what I'm saying, and that's it's why I felt like if we hadn't heard anything by you know, very soon that Bob Melvin was absolutely going to be back because you can't wait until December and then say, all right, we're making a change now and we need to find a manager at this point. I think you, you, you got to knew- get, get the process going faster I, than that. I think you knew this in your heart of hearts. You just didn't want to look at the red flag. I No, I saw the same things that you did. I just felt like if you know that within two weeks you're probably letting him go interview with the Giants. Why do you say that stuff? Then you're not going to be saying those things publicly in a Zoom. Just hold off. Don't have your Zoom. You know, let people continue to speculate wildly. That's what didn't make a ton of sense to me. And maybe the Padres caved to a little bit of pressure and like, we just need to say something. AJ, you need to get in front of everybody and don't say too much because we may still go in a different direction. AJ's like, no problem. Yeah, so... (laughs) No problem. That, that's that is why I never was totally on board with the, you know, the the, the signs behind the scenes, and you know, yeah, why. Bob, Bob is, is is our manager, and uh, it's going to be our manager going forward. Yeah, for two weeks, <laughs> and then he's going to be the Giants manager after that. I never said that he was not going to be the Giants manager. If you, oh, you thought I meant twenty twenty four? No, I just no, meant no. I meant for the next couple forward. of weeks. Yeah, yeah next, ne- nebulous. Next, ne- next couple of weeks. Yeah, it's fine. Now, he didn't lie. He did not lie. Not, not, not in 24. In 24 days. Yes, He's going to be the, next, the manager for there the next has been, days. There has been <sighs> something made, I've read, about how you know the Padres, if they do let him go to the Giants, they will not have to pay him next year, and they are trying to cut payroll. Oh but that's not... As a fan, that's not the kind that's of payroll. Even, even as Colonel Budget, that's not the kind of payroll I care about. Doesn't affect the luxury tax. Doesn't affect your draft picks going forward. That is not the kind of money that you're worried about as a fan. Now, you know, money is money in an organization. And if you're really, truly, you know, trying to cut costs, it's a cost you can cut. And you'd rather not pay $4 million than pay $4 million. Even a, even a billionaire will tell you. Yeah, you know, get all things being equal, I'd rather keep that four million than light it on fire because I'm not getting anything for it. But that doesn't help you in the long run. Doesn't help you sign a pitcher next season. That's not money that goes right back into the payroll of your organization. So I don't really consider that an important factor about the timing of this situation and the letting Bob go just to save a year on his contract at the end. Maybe that's a concern in the front office. It's not a concern for me as a fan. I'd like to throw my hat in the ring, just saying. Kids are driving me insane. I'll throw my hat in the ring. Be happy to do it. You'd be too emotional. Yeah, you think? As manager. (laughs) You think so? Yeah. I'd stick up for my guys. That's you would. Sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no. You'd have some positive qualities. There'd be some positive qualities. I had no. But, idea, I have no idea what I'm doing. But that. But uh, I mean, you hire the right people. Yeah. yeah. I'm happy to delegate. Love to delegate. Lineup's mine, though. Hey, Jake, it's mine. I think you'd play two favorites too much. <laughs> I would actually. <laughs> I would definitely, definitely yeah. play favorites too much. But hey, listen. If uh, you're interviewing guys, I'm down. Just let me know. You really could just delegate. Be a good bit. Just ev- go through the interview great process. Bit. Everything except Eric, if you're listening, your, we- like to make this your weekly radio hit on the Ben and Woods program, which <laughs> you do yourself. Oh, I would do. You'd definitely be yeah, good at that. I mean, great. you'd be solid. It'd be so fun <laughs> doing your weekly radio <laughs> segment. It'd be so good. Probably the best manager in the league, really, when it comes to doing a weekly yeah, radio. Yeah, I know segment. exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> 
Exactly. I do whatever we do it every Friday. We do a little manager hit. Ben. All right. Question for you. Did Brian Abreu throw at Adelise Garcia intentionally on Friday? We will get to that and talk about some of the games over the weekend in the ALCS and NLCS after a quick check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. What a weekend in the American League Championship Series with uh, Game 5 on Friday night in Texas and then Game 6 last night in Houston. And honestly, I mean, after the Astros won Game 5 on Jose Altuve's three-run home run in the ninth inning, felt like the series was probably over. Going back to Houston for two games, this team... There's some some sort of magic that they've got in October that other teams haven't figured out. They are going back to the World Series. I thought it was uh, I thought it was in the bag. And then, of course, yesterday the Rangers respond with a fury, including the ninth inning grand slam by Adelise Garcia, tie the series at three, and we are headed to a game seven. And when you think about it, had you know had Jose Altuve not made his big swing the rangers could be going to the world series right now it could already be yeah. over in favor of the texas rangers which makes friday's game absolutely fascinating and one of the best playoff games i mean you're going to get ever i mean ever. in a postseason it was it was phenomenal it had twists it had turns it had benches clearing it had ejections it was playoff baseball at its finest I'm glad when we talked about it last week, because I said the playoffs have been terrible, but that doesn't mean they won't be terrific going forward. Yeah, you did. You said that Friday. We could get the best games ever. We and could, we could still and, get them. Lo and behold, uh, Friday night's game was insane. It was just insane in every way. Um, you asked me the question, do I think he threw at him intentionally? My answer is yes, I do. You do. And I, so I, did all the umpires. And I know, and I know that the... Um, I, I didn't originally, and then I saw something to the effect of Brian Abreu has thrown 1,281 pitches and not one of them has gone up and in on someone like that. He he. So Adelis Garcia hit a home run, and he pimped the hell of it. I thought it was pretty cool, though, and, and smart of all of the Astros after the game to say, I mean, even Justin Verlander, the guy that served it up, goes... I have less than zero problem with him celebrating. It's the biggest swing of his career. Um, yeah, you absolutely should celebrate when you hit one like that. Um, but didn't you find it so fascinating that when he gets drilled, he doesn't yell at Abreu. He turns around and yells at Martin Maldonado because he knows at the end of the day, Martin Maldonado is calling that shot. If it was, in fact, intentional, he knows who it came from. So my overly logical brain, just goes to there's no way way. in that situation in such an important game in a series that is tied 2-2 in a close game you would ever intentionally put a runner on in that situation if you were even I mean if you were that mad even if you thought it was the biggest show off show up moment that you had ever seen in your life you just wait you you face him and 13 times next year. See you next year. You're just going to get him next year. You're going to stick it in your brain, and you will drill him next year, and then you can do whatever you want. But there's no way in that situation, with your season potentially on the line, you do that there. But then I also forget that these are highly emotional ballplayers sometimes. percent man. Logic doesn't always come into play. And maybe... maybe they're even playing next next level logic, because what happened after that, well... 
The Rangers did not end up capitalizing, correct, on, that's the, on the hit that's, batsman? That's the big one for and me then, is, like, they, they gave you an opportunity to at least get another run, first and second, nobody out, and you didn't do anything. All that emotion, all of that momentum, as we like to talk about in sports radio, you did nothing with it in that inning, and then you let... You let a couple guys on. John Singleton's walk was just massive. And then you let Altuve come up and do what he's done. Uh, and he just <laughs> tattooed it. And it's. I could not believe it. Listen, if it's. And Jeff makes a good point here. Assuming it was intentional by Abreu, isn't that the most badass move? Because as a reliever, you have that much faith in your team. They'll come back and win anyway. Dude, that's the thing that I was talking about all season with the San Diego Padres is that. And, and we, you know, I'm not, this is, I'm not picking on you, but you would say the next day, well, don't we need to win ball games? Like, we shouldn't be retaliating and this and that. Man, I'll tell you, like, let's say it wasn't intentional. No one was mad at Brian Abreu for doing it. Not one Astro was like, you idiot, put him on. Not one. Not the manager, not the bench coach, not the players, not one of them let's was he, mad at Let's that. hear from the manager. Here's Dusty Baker uh, on Friday night's game. You know, we pitch him up and we pitch him up and in. And anytime you're throwing a projectile 97 miles an hour, some of them are going to get away. I don't care if you're big league, Hall of Fame, I don't care who you are. It didn't make any sense to me. I mean, we got a two-run game, and uh, they explained to me that, you know, the guy just hit a three-run homer, but that was a mistake that he hit a three-run homer. His ball was down, and I go down there. Dusty Baker refusing to leave the dugout was, it was magical. Amazing. It was and Boach was so pissed. <laughs> Boach was pissed about the delay. Boach was pissed about that it took so long. But at the end of the day, a lot of people said, hey, man, if you're Adelise Garcia and your closer is warming up and you've got a lead and your closer's ready to go, as much as it sucks, you got to take that pitch and you just got to trot down to first base and keep the game moving. The icing of LeClerc was as much to blame on, on Garcia as it was on Dusty Baker or anybody else. So, go ahead. Who knows? I mean, guy hits a three-run homer next time up. He gets smoked there, so... Doesn't really matter. It's you know, you know. I'd be upset too if I was uh, Dolly. But like I said, it just took too long to, to get things back in order. That's that's what was frustrating me. Yeah, it took forever. I mean, it took like twenty five minutes or something to get it all back to to where it was. But by the way, if Garcia just takes his base there, they're probably they, if he doesn't turn around and go after Martin Maldonado, just says, "Oh, that hurt." All right, and he runs down and takes his base. Everything's moving. Just who keep who moving. knows? I mean, it's not as though Jose Altuve wouldn't have been trying to hit a home run in the ninth oh, yeah, inning. Sure. Whether or not emotions had boiled but, over but, in the previous inning, but, but the walk, the the the, the single, the walk. You I know, think it was walk, walk, homer, or, wasn't it? Oh, I thought it was a single. Was walk. it single walk, homer from walk, walk, well, homer? Either way. Props to to Jose Leclerc. Oh my god! For then coming back the next game after giving it up. And in what was an absolutely critical, what was it four two with yep. two runners on bases, bases loaded, loaded, bases loaded, and one out, and to get out of the jam last night after having given up the three run homer to Altuve the game before, that showed me a ton of of heart and moxie from that guy on a beleaguered bullpen all season long to come through in that situation. And of course, uh, they score the five runs in the ninth, get the grand with slam Garcia. again by Garcia. That ball. That ball left the yard. I I didn't see a stat on this, but given the short porch there, the Crawford boxes, and how hard that was hit on a line, 
That ball may have rivaled the fastest ever home run to leave a ballpark in the history of home runs. That was a rope. <laughs> it, was, it did not waver a second as it left the ball yard uh, to secure that 9-2 to win for the Rangers yesterday. And... Forcing a game seven tonight, 5.03 p.m. And uh, as far as I've heard last night, it's going to be Max Scherzer against Christian Javier. For all the marbles in the American League, one game, game seven. This is pretty much the dream scenario between the two Texas rivals. Baseball at its best here right right now, Woods. And if you're an Astros fan, you're feeling good because Javier has been almost unhittable. And if you're a Rangers fan, you are on the uh, – you would be anyway. It's game seven. But Max Scherzer has just not gotten it done. But baseball will flip the narrative on you so fast that you think you know and you bet it. You think you know and you 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 call it. You say it on the radio. Oh, there's no way. There's no way Scherzer gets it done tonight. Man, we've seen it too many times where baseball just flips it on its head. Um, I I I don't know. I do know this. His Bochy's will Boch will have his toughest managerial job of of the season tonight uh when you when you do have These Max Scherzer are out there. So tough when you throw a guy like that out there that has a pretty shaky postseason history, yeah. but he's still Max Scherzer. Still it's Max not Scherzer. like you're throwing it's like a, Dave Roberts throwing Clayton Kershaw yeah, 100%. out there. It's not a bullpen day. It's not some guy making his MLB debut. You don't have a bullpen, really. I mean you don't have a, a, a locked in bullpen that you can mix and match like Rob Thompson has been able to do. You don't have that really if you're Bruce Bochy. So you are you are on a wing and a prayer tonight. And that wing belongs to Max Scherzer and that's all you can hope for is that, oh my God, please just don't Please keep it close. You know, but you got Javier, Garcia. You've Javier's got a lineup. You've got such a deep lineup that got. Yeah. I mean, Garver, Garver my three God. for four home run yesterday. Heim hits the two run home. They're getting. They're getting. They're getting contributions all over the place. I mean, Seager hasn't even done a ton. Yeah. And, you know, he could step up. They have that deep lineup, but against Christian Javier, who's been really good, will they be able to get to him? Lots of intrigue for Game Seven tonight. Uh, then, of course, you got the National League Championship Series. We can get into that coming up as well. But uh, that one's going to a Game Six. You know, they, the Diamondbacks surprised us Kudos, on Friday man. night. Kudos! With, with I thought that they were from done. behind win. Yeah. Yep. I thought they so. Were so we'll, we'll talk toast. about that. We got a ton of phone calls back on the line All here right, good. Let's as go. well. So I think we got people who want to talk Padres. Um, so much to get to here in the in the second half of Ben and Woods. So eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. I don't want to go to anyone right now because we got like one minute left. I feel like we'll cut you short. Uh, so let's um, let's just hold that until the next hour. We'll get back to the phone calls. Uh, talk a little bit more Padres. Bob Melvin, I, uh, how fast do you think this is going to happen? By the way, uh, by Friday. Oh, yeah, by the end of the week for sure. I would think so as yeah. well, if not faster. I mean, I, I, it could be tomorrow or Wednesday. I, it just feels like this is a mere formality that he's going to go up and do a formal interview. It's more of a, all right, so when do I start? Who, who is mean, coming with me? <laughs> he may have already interviewed over the weekend. By the time the permission is reported on... It's not like it's tough to get from Phoenix to San Francisco. Correct. It's hey, Peter, flight. it's Farhan. I got Bob uh, sitting here with yeah. me. Is it cool if we uh, have a conversation? <laughs> it, it may not have been that fast, but you know, you could do it on the same day. You get permission in the morning, and by that afternoon, Bob could be in an office somewhere interviewing for the head, head you know, the head job. So, I m- my guess is they'll do a little due diligence. You know, some you know the perfunctory look into things before you sign up. A you know multi million dollar contract, but yeah, I don't I don't think it's going to take more than a couple of days yeah, before we get some final news here. So we'll come back. Uh, phone lines are open. We'll talk Padres baseball and more with you next here on San Diego's number one sports station, ninety seven three. The fan.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.